What is up, my friends? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton. And before we jump in today, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for being here, for taking in new knowledge nuggets every single week. I am so appreciative of you taking this time to learn from me, to grow your mindset, and to create the life of your fucking dreams and feel like a bad bitch doing so because you deserve it. And if you would not mind, if you get a ton of value out of this podcast, if this podcast has been helpful to you in any way, I would so greatly appreciate it if you would give me a positive rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, because every single organic review that I get really does help this podcast grow and touch new lives and expand to new people who can then turn around and change their own lives as well. So I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And now that we have had our little brief announcement, I would like to talk about today's topic of choice, which is how to live a happier and more fulfilled life, right? Because if you have been following me, if you know my story, then you know that I, for a long time, lived a life of just burnout and misery and sickness where I was working 50 plus hour weeks every week as an admin. I was burnt the fuck out. I was throwing up all the time. I had IBS and my biggest dream, my biggest thing was that I just wanted freedom. I wanted to be happy. I was miserable working that hard into the ground. I had no time to have a social life. I didn't feel as though I was allowed to take time off. I didn't feel like I had the freedom to live the life that I wanted. And in the last four years, I have completely transformed the entire like identity of myself. I have transformed my life. I have transformed the way I think about my life. And I have really created a fruitful, happy, fulfilled, loving, joyful, peaceful life. And it has changed everything for me. I went from, like I said, working 50 to 60 hour weeks, throwing up, never having time for my friends to having work-life balance, to literally teaching other people how to create work-life balance, um, marrying the love of my life, making more money than I've ever made in my business, in my life, and being the happiest version of me that I've ever been, and fully accepting, loving, and being confident in who I am for the very first time in my life. And that is such a stark difference from point A to point B. And what I need you to know is that what allowed me to create such a big transformation was recognizing that happiness wasn't really what I was after. Was recognizing that happiness was something that I really loved. It was a great feeling. It was something I wanted to tap into, but that it wasn't really everything for me. I realized that what I really wanted was a life of purpose. I wanted a life that actually felt like when I was showing up and doing my work, that it was making an impact, that I was feeling good about who I was and how I was showing up and that I felt confident and that I felt excited every single day when I showed up. And that isn't happiness. That's fulfillment. And so today I want to share with you not only the differentiation between fulfillment and happiness, but I'm also going to teach you actually how to live a happier life and a more fulfilled life so that you can not only have these feelings of happiness, this joy, this excitement of life, but feel it so deeply within yourself, that underlying anchored feeling of excitement, joy, fulfillment, and overall contentment with your life as it is regardless. Because You'll hear me say this in podcast episodes a lot, that life is going to happen. There's going to be things that you are not expecting. There's going to be death. There's going to be trauma. There's going to be problems. There's going to be incidents. And while I love 
and thrive on being positive, being excited about life, I am just as much of a realist in recognizing that life is going to happen. There's going to be things that knock you off your rocker. And so creating a super positive mindset, a super positive identity is fantastic. But if you don't have the wherewithal, the resilience, the understanding that life's going to happen, then all those positive thoughts aren't going to do shit for you when life happens, right? Because then it's going to be like, oh my God, life happened. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. And I'm the victim and this just happening. How, why is this happening? I've been doing all these positive thoughts because life is going to happen. And so what I want to teach you is how to maintain your fulfillment, your purpose, your mission, and your contentedness in life when you are in unhappy, quote unquote, circumstances. Okay. Because the fact of the matter is, is Happiness and fulfillment are two different things. Happiness is a feeling state, okay? I want you to think about happiness as an emotion, right? It's that excited feeling, that feeling of lightness, that feeling of joy where your cheeks are so sore from laughing and you just feel so good about life and everything just feels so light. It's fleeting. It's emotion-based, right? You can feel it in your body. There's so much joy and love and peace. And maybe someone just gave you something so incredible and you just feel so good, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm the, this is the happiest I've ever been. And I'm just so excited. And then like five minutes later, after that brief moment of happiness has passed, you are right back living the same fucking bullshit baseline of your life that you're in. That's a feeling, okay? But fulfillment. Fulfillment is a knowing state. Fulfillment is an identity of a state of being that revolves around self-acceptance, that revolves around purpose, that revolves around gratitude and optimism and a general good meaning of life. So what I want you to think about is that a feeling state is a really good way to help you hack into and boost your knowing state. So if you live a life that is fulfilling, if you live a life that as a general baseline makes you feel good, makes you accept yourself, makes you feel purpose and gratitude and excitement for what is, then all of these feeling states of happiness of those like situational moments are just adding fuel to your fire, to your baseline that life is fucking good. Life is great. It gets to be exciting. It gets to be awesome. And you get to literally identify and decide that that is the life that you're going to live. You don't have to be a victim to circumstance. You don't have to be a victim to all the things that happen in life and, and focus so much of your peace and existence and contentedness in life on a situation feeling of happiness. When you choose to say, I'm going to actually shift things in my life to make it so that my life as a whole feels better to me than trying to chase down a fleeting feeling of happiness in situations, that's how your life starts to change. That's how you start to shift the baseline. So what I want to start with is the feeling state. I want to start with sharing with you how to actually create more feelings of happiness in your life so that you can really start to tap into these good feelings as often as you can. Because actually, creating situations of happiness is actually a lot easier than you think. Bringing more good feeling emotions into your life is a lot easier than you think. But a lot of times we have habitual and practiced situations, emotions, habits, responses that aren't based in happiness, that aren't based in having a positive outlook, that aren't based in a good mindset. And so what we want to do is start to create consistency in feeling a state of goodness, 
of good vibes, of bliss, of joy, of excitement around life to raise your energetic frequency because your emotions are your energy in motion. And if you want to raise your energy to create something that is more attracting to the things that you want in your life, you have to start with your emotional state, the feeling state of happiness, right? So what we are doing here is we're literally creating more circumstances for you to tap into the feelings of happiness. And it's going to be really simple. It's going to be three steps and that's it. I promise. Wait, let me check my notes. Four steps. Okay. Four steps. Sorry. (laughs) So three, the, the three steps and then one giant thing. That's just like a little bit of a riff. So the first thing is I need you to write out a list. Okay. What are the things in your life that bring you joy, that bring you bliss, that are that you do not resist doing, that genuinely just feel really good to you. Maybe these are things, maybe this is a hobby that you have. Maybe this is a thing, an activity. These are people that you enjoy spending time with, environments that you feel really good in, right? For me, I feel happiest when I am at home, snuggled up in my bed with my dog and my husband, like talking about just life and what's going on in our world and our ideas. Um, Things that make me really happier when I get to go to Starbucks and I get to get my like cold brew for the day, that first sit feeling really is a vibe for me. And like, I feel so good. It makes me so happy. And so I... Like these are small things, spending time in my garden, succulents, watching my babies grow, like my succulent little babies grow is something that for me is so transformative to my happiness that I do it all the time. I fit it in as much as possible. So the second step is really simple. Where can you fit in more of these items into your day-to-day life? Where can you find more happiness and where can you build more time in for activities that actually get make you happy? Because if they make you happy, then your brain is going to be like, fuck yes, let's do more of that. The more good feelings that you have, the more your brain is actually addicted to those good feelings. And that is what's going to help you create less resistance around doing the things that you need to do to change your life. So this is, again, really simple. Getting out pen and paper, writing out what's the list of what brings you joy, happiness, excitement, and where can you fit more of these items in your day-to-day? And then the third thing is, what do you need to start doing or stop doing or spend as much time on that is lowering your vibe. What are the things in your life currently that you are, maybe this, again, environments, things, activities, people, hobbies, etc., that you are doing or not doing that make you unhappy, that make you feel miserable, that make you feel like crap, that make you don't feel good. Because what we want to do is we want to start getting really clear around what are you actually dissatisfied with in your life so that you can either shift your perspective or change the way that you operate around it, if at all, to adjust it into your life so that you do feel happier. Because the thing is, is that you have all of the power. Like your happiness is not up for debate unless you allow it to be. Your worth is not up for debate unless you allow it to be. Your confidence is not up for debate unless you allow it to be. What you need to understand here is that you are the operant power of your reality. You are the creator of your reality. Your reality literally cannot be perceived until you open your eyes and view it. And it is always being viewed through the lens of your beliefs, your narratives, and your thoughts, which means, and your experiences, which means that if you have a lens that is focused on trauma, negativity, all the reasons that life is awful, all the reasons that you deserve to be unhappy about life and all the things that happen to you, right? Then the lens and the life that you're, the lens that you see your life through and the life that you experience aren't going to be happy. You have to shift your perspective, your lens, 
and start to say, what is actually going to fit my future instead of my past? Okay. And then what you're going to do is you're going to look at all of this list, all three questions. And then I want you to go, where do I need, where can I be more grateful for where, for my life right now as it is? Because I want you to hear me with 100% certainty. Like there is someone out there in your world, in the life around us, who has your circumstances, who has your doubts, who has your experiences and is not using that as a crutch to keep them stuck, but is instead using that as fuel to create more. And not only that, but there is someone out there in the world who has less than you who would be so fucking grateful to have the life that you do now that you're complaining about. I just want to let that sit. That's why I didn't say anything. I want you to sit with that for a second. There is someone out there who has less than you, who is dying for the problems that you have, who is wishing they had the problems that you had because they would be so fucking grateful that having to deal with what they're dealing with. Gratitude is the antidote to almost all negativity in your life. If you look around, there is an abundance of things to be grateful for everywhere. Literally, at a cellular level, your body is repairing itself. Do you know that your food is digesting itself right now and you're not even thinking about it? Did you know that your lungs are breathing for you without you even having to really actually do anything? Do you know that there are trees outside right now and you could not, if you even tried, try and count the amount of leaves on the tree because there's just so many, right? There is abundance everywhere. There's always something to be grateful for. And if you are convinced that your life sucks and that nothing is going right and that everything is going wrong, baby, you're not paying attention. There is always something to be grateful for. There is always something that you can look at and be like, damn, yes, this is not ideal, but at least I'm not dealing with this. Or at least I'm grateful that I get to handle it this way. At least I'm grateful that I saw it now and that I get to handle it, right? The law of nature is abundance. And there is always abundance of things to be grateful for. And something that I've talked about a lot in the the recent podcast is like energetics, but what you focus on flourishes. What you give your energy to is what is going to be given back to you tenfold because of the law of increase. Nature's law. The more that you do, the more that you get, right? So if you are focusing on negativity, if you're focusing on problems, you're going to receive more problems because that is where your focus is going. Focus on gratitude. Focus on shifting away from the shit and into the gifts. Because one of the things that I had to do when I was recognizing and shifting my mindset around my burnout and working and doing all these things and having to change my life was really starting to change my perspective around what really was. Because yes, my job was killing me, but I did not have to actually be working 50 hours a week. In my mind, I believed I did, but that wasn't actually the truth. And once I realized how abundant I actually was and how much money I actually had, it made me realize that I didn't have to work so hard, that I had something to be fucking grateful for, that I had worked so hard that I had an abundance and I was so grateful that I didn't need to do that anymore. I was grateful in recognizing that I get to prioritize my health, I get to prioritize my wellness, and that doing so actually allowed me to have more space to show up better for my job. It was all a perspective shift, but the more that I started to show gratitude, I started to realize that there were so many things in my life that I could be happy about that I was choosing not to focus on because I would rather focus on the things that weren't there. And how shitty of a life is that to live? 
So instead, I started to shift my perspective to be like, what is good in my life right here, right now? What could I be grateful for right here, right now? What can I see in my life that is abundant as fuck right here, right now? Because the more that you focus on the abundance that you have, the more the gratitude that you show for what's in your life currently, the more you will be received, the more that you will be rewarded and receive the things that you want in your life. More abundance, more love, more excitement. Have you noticed that when you are resisting the fuck out of an argument, it's hard, but then as soon as you start to show a little bit more love, people start to lean in and they go, okay, here we are. And they meet you there, right? You get what you give. If you are focusing on unhappiness, you'll receive more. And if you want a more feeling state of happiness, you have to consistently put yourself in a place of gratitude, of seeing the good, of you know, putting yourself in situations around things and doing things that make you happy. So find things to be grateful for in your day-to-day practice. Start your day every single day with making a gratitude list of the things in your life that you're grateful for because, again, there is someone out there wishing They had your life circumstances, knowing that they would be grateful as fuck dealing with the problems that you have while you're sitting here in a victim mindset in misery for no reason. You don't have to be here anymore. So now I want you to start shifting your focus away from the feeling state of like feeling of happiness and bliss and all of these things because we are going to actually start looking now at the perspective shift. We're going deeper now and from away from this like the fleeting feelings of happiness and finding joy in your life and creating it and finding gratitude and all those things and really starting to shift you to an identity level of enjoying your life, of living in your purpose, of getting excited about waking up every day and showing up for the relationships that you have, the life that you have and the goals and dreams that you have as well. So as I said earlier, fulfillment is different than happiness. Fulfillment is a state of being. It is an identity level understanding and a deeply rooted general contentedness with your life as it is looking around and saying yes it's not where I want to be but it's good as it is and I'm so grateful for it right this is an identity level gratitude for what is while you create what's coming so this is aka right fulfillment aka (laughs) doing and living a life like living your life in ways that bring you purpose that give your life meaning and meaningful impact in your life right? Because you can make a goal in soccer and you're excited and that's awesome, but that's not going to give you lifelong happiness at the end of your life. You're not going to look back and be like, glad I scored a goal once, right? You want to look back and be like, damn, I had an incredible soccer career. I got to go here. I got to do this. I got to travel. And it was all because of this dedication and this commitment that I had to being the best version of me and showing up and being the best I could possibly be in a sport that I just fucking love. Do you hear the difference between, oh my God, I scored a goal. That's so exciting. I can't wait for the next game. And I can't believe I am creating a career out of doing something that I fucking love. And I get to show other people what's possible by doing so. Like those are two different levels. One is like so fleeting, so exciting, right? That momentary thing. But the one underneath is like, damn, I did that shit. The pride, the confidence, the self assurance within that is so much deeper and if you want to live a happier more fulfilled life then you need to get to a level where when you look around in your day-to-day you're happy with the way that your life looks your relationships your job your career your mission in life where you're going and if you're not 
then I want you to start really thinking about and taking notes on the following because I'm going to help you not only identify your purpose, but also give you a couple of tips as to how you can actually start to identify and remove things that aren't in alignment so that you can create a more fulfilling life for yourself. So one of the things that I think is really important is actually to get clear on what you think your purpose actually is in life. What is it that you actually want to do in life? If you had unlimited time, money, resources, and you had no responsibility, like you didn't have to worry about anything, how would you be spending your time right now? Underwater basket weaving? (laughs) Would you be reading more? Would you be a writer? Would you go out and start a program for children in underserved communities? Would you uh, run a marathon? Would you get in the best shape of your life? Would you start a family? Would you um, just quit your job and move to another country? What would you do? Because what you truly dream of is what your soul is craving. And the way that our minds work is that when we have a soul's purpose, our mind is always slowly trying to guide us there. And you get to control whether or not you ultimately end up there by your decisions. And so I want you to get clear on what is the purpose? Like, what is it that you really want to be spending your time doing? And why is that so important to you? And if you're starting to think, okay, that's cool and everything. I, it's great to find out what I want and what like, would make my, happy, my life feel happier. But like, I need to know what my purpose is. And I have no clue how to find that. Then I want you to consider doing your ikigai. And ikigai is the Japanese word for finding your purpose. And it's essentially a really short technique. It's four questions that you answer, which is what does the world need? What do you love? What are you good at? And what can you make money doing? And when you list all the things out, once you have those four questions answered, you can look and say, what is the sum? What is an accumulation, a summed up version of all of these things? What fits in every category that actually lights me the fuck up? Because when you feel that, oh my God, oh my God, that'd be so cool (sighs) feeling. That's how you know, like, oh man, I'm onto something. This would be so cool to create in my life. I don't even care. And here's the thing. Before you go and squash your dreams, before you let that fear come in and be like, oh, I could never make money doing that, or da 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 right? There is a million ways, a million, million, million ways to make a million dollars. You absolutely can make a million dollars doing what you dream of, but you have to have the belief, the confidence, and the resilience within yourself that you're going to make it happen. Because if you don't, it's not going to happen, okay? So that's why some people are able to create incredible things and other people just talk about it. Because it's a commitment. It is a purpose, like mission oriented thing, right? That's why people are like dogs with a bone where you're like, I don't know how they have not given up. They just never quit. And here they are, right? It's because when you have something that is so deeply ingrained into you that it is so important for you to create, you will do whatever it takes, no matter what circumstance, no matter what life throws at you to make it happen. It's just a blip on the radar. That's what we want for life. That's what we want in terms of fulfillment, that nothing that happens in life is more than a blip on the radar, a situational thing where you go, boop, back to living my life. Boop, handling it, processing it, experiencing it. And this is not to say grief because grief, obviously we know, takes more time. But I just want to say that you do have choice and you do get to identify your purpose. Now, the second thing is you are going to break through these stupid BS fears that just came up after you wrote down all your exciting things. You are going to identify, confront, and break through these stories. What is it that your mind is telling you that you can and can't do? What are the victim mindsets you're carrying? What is the doubt, the fear, the limiting beliefs about your worth, your availability of the opportunity, the possibility that it's even accessible to you? 
right? Get really open with yourself. Get really honest with yourself about what are the thoughts and stories that are coming up around why you can't do the things that you want to do, why you can't have the happy life that you want, why you can't be fulfilled, um, why you can't do the things that would help you be more fulfilled, right? Get really clear on these things. And then I want you to shift your perspective and recognize that it is possible. That's bullshit. Literally confronting it is saying that's bullshit because it is possible. Someone in your shoes who has the dream that you have, who has the circumstances that you have, has already made it happen and they're thriving and you have that availability too. So I want you to get really clear on these beliefs and then transmute them. Start to say, how can I shift this to create something better? Because this is not the truth. And once you start to shift these beliefs in real time and do it consistently, you'll start to recognize that your subconscious starts to accept the new beliefs as truth. And once it does, it gets a lot easier to show up. But it starts with you shifting your self-talk and shifting the beliefs that you have to actually be in alignment with where you want and the fulfillment that you're desiring. And the third and final thing that you're going to do is practice self-love and acceptance, right? It's hard to be happy and confident and proud and excited when you're literally hating on yourself inside your own head. So practice self-care, practice shifting those narratives, practice being really nice to yourself, meeting yourself with neutrality, meeting yourself there without judgment and just saying, all right, this is what it is. And this is how we move forward and really shifting away from the bullying, the negativity and all of that, because you don't need it. It's not helping you. And being on your own team is going to get you so much further in terms of enjoying your life, feeling happy than anything else, because you live your entire life between your two ears. So if you're not even on your own team inside your two ears, you can't be surprised that you are dealing with bullshit in your reality. Because as I said earlier, your reality doesn't get experienced unless it is through the lens of your thoughts, beliefs, and experiences. So if you have negativity there, guess what you're going to see? More negativity. Okay. Be your own best friend mentality is the best mentality that you can adopt when it comes to finding a life of fulfillment, enjoying the life that you live and recognizing you have the power to do something to change, to take action and shift out of the way that you are so that you can create fulfillment, to shift the environments that you show up in, to shift the people that you spend time with, to shift the way that you talk to yourself, to create fulfillment. You have that power, babe. You have the power to create fulfillment. You have the power to create joy. You have the power to create happiness for your life. All of it. It is a feeling and a knowing state to create a life where you are living a happier and more fulfilled life. But I promise you that on the other end of this little bit of action, this little bit of work is every single thing that you want. The abundance, the joy, the love, the relationships, the partner that is always down for you, right? The money, all of that comes from you showing up for yourself and saying, I deserve better and chasing it through your fulfillment, through your actions, through your mindset, through your life. So my friends, that is all I have for you today. I want you to take one action today that makes you so fucking happy. And then I want you to do that activity where you really start to address what is and needs to change in your life so that you can do it. Okay. Now I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every single week, which is that I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm so excited about who you are, who you're becoming and what you're creating. And I will see you next week.